a Monday morning, and you know what that means, dreamers. Welcome back to the Isolation Station Club. This is Daz Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the DOZ, Landed the Daz Dome, bringing you another edition of the way you need to be kicking your week off with a little bit of Disney news. Happy Memorial Day. Hopefully, your job gave you the week off. If it didn't, hopefully, you're getting double pay. Uh, if none of that applies to you, hopefully, you have a good Memorial Day day or just a good Monday. Uh, This is the point in the show where I bring on my friend and yours, my co-host, my tag team partner, if you will. You know her, you love her. She is the rising star in the podcasting game, in the streaming game. She has a charity stream this Saturday that she's going to tell us all about. Y'all need to get in there. Y'all need to donate to said stream. It's Steppers. Steppers, what's up, my friend? Hello, I love how you plugged my charity stream when I indeed forgot about my own charity stream. So I didn't forget. It's more I, like I, I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a thing. But yes, this Saturday, June 4th there it is, at 4 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. Charity yeah. stream. Twitch.tv slash AsianZing95. But we'll get into that later. We will get into that. Also, Steffers, don't admit that you forgot to plug your charity stream. Come on. <laughs> I, I, you know, I just want to focus on the news of the of the mouses and the and the globes and the light yeah, mouses. Exactly. You know? She's so dedicated to the cause, which by the way, speaking of the lighthouse, uh, we just came upon the uh the birthday of Islands of Adventure. Uh hashtag yesterday. 23. Yeah, I'm, wow. I'm low-key older than the lighthouse, which makes me feel a little spicy. Well, congratulations. There's now a few things in the world that you're older than, Steffers. Welcome to the Correct. Club. Just not you, but that's okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, which is which is which is not me. But we do have a scooch of universal news. We'll talk about it at the end. Mostly Disney news in this episode. And mostly, yeah. mostly, uh, we are going over to Epcot to talk about the newly opened Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind opened this past Friday to the public. Uh, seems to be getting mostly positive reviews. We had some listeners hit us up on the Twitter machine at Dawes Does Disney to let th- to let us know their thoughts on the newest attraction in Epcot. Uh, Crispy's Theme Park Adventure. Follow him on YouTube. Now doing a YouTube Disney gift card giveaway. Uh, give him a follow and like and subscribe over there on the YouTube. I asked your thoughts on the new Cosmic Rewind and also what song you got because as we know, there are a rotating uh, soundtrack on the attraction. Uh, the song he got was Iran by Flock of Seagulls, not the country Iran. Uh, and he thought it was phenomenal. Quote, we were one of the first people to ride today and they had cast members lining the path to the queue and media people were getting off, followed by more cheering cast members. Was an awesome experience all around. Hashtag pay cast members a living wage. Love the love the uh, hashtag there at the end. Love that Crispy had a great time. Like I said in previous uh, episodes, we had a friend of the show, Justin Monorail, who is returning to the podcasting game. Uh, he got to get in on some annual pass holder previews. Said it was phenomenal. Said it was phenomenal, and we will be bringing up his experience in a later story on the Guardians coaster because. Uh, some there was some concern due to a certain aspect of the ride it being in 360 might give you a little bit of an upset tummy so to speak yeah um i also want to say that our friend theme park rob also wrote it had disco inferno as his song and he enjoyed it and thought it played so well sorry i'm reading through my text messages so that we can give you all the main scoop here (laughs) um and then we will talk about justin monorail's uh 
situation after. But yeah, Theme Park Rob says that Disco Inferno works in the in the ride. So I mean, if it works, it works. I see that's my thing. I didn't doubt that the music wouldn't work, really. I'm interested to see how it works, like how it incorporates into the story of the ride. Mm-hmm. Because I love the Guardians and it's all about, you know, I mean, it's not all about music, but it's all about music. So I'm interested to see how that goes. Mm-hmm. And uh, this was a very hotly uh, contested or highly anticipated uh attraction to get in on launch day over the weekend uh spots in the virtual queue went in a matter of seconds uh literally minutes i saw on social media some were very successful some not so much those who were successful very happy with their experience those who weren't successful not so happy with their experience i saw some people that i'm friends with on social were not only successful getting in the virtual queue standby wise, they were also successful getting in in the individual lightning lane. Uh, the price for those individual lightning lanes, $17 ahead, which I'll be honest, I thought Disney was going to crank it all the way to 11. We were going to get 21 ahead. So uh, maybe they're going to save that for uh, maybe more uh, busy times of the year. But I'll be honest, I really thought Disney was going to break out the most expensive option, it being a brand new day one attraction. Um, so that was going to be my question. I thought the max was supposed to be 15 for Lightning Lane. Is that my wrong? understanding was 21. Oh, okay. I, that's because I saw something on Twitter about how people were talking about the pricing for the Lightning Lane. And I didn't, like, I wasn't sure what the gauge was. And I just thought it was less than $17. I will say I would love to hear people's opinions who, who've been on the ride. If it's worth a $17 like situation there, um, I'm assuming it is based off of just the feedback that I've like I've heard, but um, I'm interested to see what you guys think. It also, oh, the lightning line also sold out after a few minutes. So it's one of those things like, where's the line? Like, what do you really try for? Do you try for the virtual queue or do you just pay the money and like hope for the best? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. wh- like, do you try at 7 a.m. for the virtual queue and then you don't get it, then you pay for it, but then it sells out within 7 a.m. So do you just pay for the lightning lane or for the lightning lane at 7 a.m.? And if you don't get it, try for the virtual queue at 1? Like, I'm not really sure what the strategy is for that. I honestly think that is the strategy. First, you're going to try for the free 7 a.m. virtual queue. If that goes, then you're going to try and pay for the individual lightning lane. If that doesn't work out, then you're going to try for the 1 p.m. virtual queue. And then... But do they open any other lightning lanes after 7? Because this says... That I do not know. Because this says it's sold out. They were available for purchase at 7 a.m. and they were sold out within the first few minutes. So I feel like... Disney's trying to get you to low-key pay. Like, unless you're, like, super confident, I feel like they want you to to kind of go for the lightning lane, which isn't a bad strategy, honestly, especially if you're only going to go, like, once a year mm-hmm. and maybe, like, this year is your year. I would maybe actually consider doing lightning lane for this. And I'm not super surprised to hear that the lightning lanes sold out for this attraction, yeah, me especially neither. over opening weekend. Everybody was super jazzed super jazzed well uh super excited for this attraction so everybody was going to want to get on 
this attraction and they were going to pay a premium in in this case that premium is $17 to get on this attraction and to go back to one of your questions you were wondering is it worth that price point uh, one of my friends I saw on social he was able to get in that 7 a.m queue on opening day he was able to secure a lightning lane uh, on opening day and then he and his party went back the next day and did the exact same thing so four days or four rides in two days and twice they did pay for it. So uh, at least in some people's instances, they're willing to shell out for the experience Epcot is giving in Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at 17 ahead, at least right I, now. Yeah, I think, um, I also don't think the virtual queue, like, like how they did for Rise, I think the virtual queue is gonna be here for a little bit, but I don't think it's gonna be the long-term. I think they will end up probably doing like a standby like they did with Rise, but you see how long it took for Rise? Mm -hmm. Eventually, but like you yeah, said, yeah, yeah. yeah, how long it took I, for Rise. I will say, I wasn't, like, I don't, I didn't think that Ratatouille was worth purchasing, but no, it was not. I it think not. Cosmic Rewind will definitely be worth purchasing. Well, and I think even when Remy was running on, uh, the virtual queue slash lightning lane system. I think that was kind of the general consensus. It's like, yeah, this isn't really worth your money where I think at least as of now with the annual pass holder, with the DVC preview and the very early returns on it being open to the public. I think the consensus is consistent. Uh, cons general answer is sad thing is I haven't even been drinking over this Memorial day. Uh, I think everybody's saying Cosmic Rewind is a slam dunk. So people are saying this is worth your time. And in this instance, is worth your money. So uh, I'm looking forward to getting down to give it a shot. But we did talk about how uh, some of the aspects of the attraction gave some people some hesitation and maybe a little bit of a queasy feeling, both uh, metaphorically and literally uh, on the ride. Because uh, if you aren't aware, there is one aspect of the ride where it does spin, spin and send you in a 360 motion and gave some people some concern it could lead to motion sickness or a little bit of an upset tummy so to speak. So uh, Disney announced on opening day that uh, if that is a concern for you and your party, you can get official Walt Disney World motion sickness bags. I, so going back to Justin Monorail's uh, comments on the ride, he said that the backwards, sorry, if you don't know this, but I'm pretty sure everyone knows this, the backwards aspect of the ride, it's not as bad or as long. I can't remember if he said as rough or as long, but I think I want to go with either of those. As Everest, if you've been on Everest in Animal Kingdom, which for me, I think is a good selling point because I feel like I'm okay on Everest, but that that goes or that stuff goes on for way too long. <laughs> it does it does it does go on for a, a decent portion of the I also will Netflix, say yes. at least for me for those who suffer from motion sickness because I suffer from motion sickness and I have to wear patches on like everything except for like flight of passage I don't have motion sickness on but for like Everest Tower of Terror rock and roller coaster I just wear my patches just in case I feel like outdoor attractions are worse motion sickness than indoor attractions and mm. also what i heard 
is that the movement of this ride, I, I love how I'm getting all this advice, but it's like without spoiling the entire ride for me. You're the dancing movement, that line very fine, Steffers, and I appreciate I really the try. effort. I really try. <laughs> they, the movement of the ride, I also heard, doesn't jar you because it's movement that makes sense. So that I asked about like Gringotts, you know how Gringotts like twirly doodads and you're like pivoting and blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. And I think it was Justin that said it's not, it's not, it's, it's not that kind of movement, but like it's movement where you're following the story. So I feel like if you can focus on the fact that there's a story to be told, you'll be okay. But I also can let you know what patches I use in case you want that extra little layer of protection. Ooh, okay. All right. Some inside info from Steffers. I mean, yeah, I just, you gotta, you gotta take care of yourself. I will say, I think Mission Space used to give out bags for motion sickness. I, or maybe I'm mistaken. That wouldn't surprise me because Mission but Space. But that's a ride I would have needed one on. <laughs> yeah, Mission Space is an attraction. I just know Landon ain't getting on at all. No es bueno. No es I think bueno. now I would be able to deal with like the actual rides, like, uh, what's it called? The, the way the ride is, I just don't think I would be able to handle the claustrophobic like tightness of it all. Uh, also, in terms of the motion sickness, Disney station has stationed a cast member at the end of the attraction to hand out motion sickness bags to guests who might require one. I'm not really sure why it would be at the end, but maybe it's at the end of the queue. I don't know, but the cast members will be distributing those. So find one if you feel like you will need it. Mm -hmm. There is no shame in needing it. Amen. <laughs> Amen on that. Don't don't be afraid to ask. And in case you're wondering, does does it have some cool Zandarian print on it? Is it something you can say, hey, I'm sick when you're really thinking, I'm just going to take this and put it on eBay and sell it like it's a metal spork from Galaxy? No, no. It's just a white plastic bag that you can fold off and seal at the top because somebody went up Chuck in it. So, uh, yeah, take that, scalpers. You are yeah, sick, but, but I, not in, not like in the ones that you way. get on, on a plane. It, like, they really so, do. They mm -hmm. really do. They just don't say Delta or United or Spirit or anything on it. Yeah. So on the same token, talking, keeping on the Cosmic Rewind train that we're already on. Uh, so the Treasures of Xandar gift shop isn't opening right away. So any Cosmic Rewind merchandise will be available at the creation shop in which I have not been to yet. But I have seen that red jacket, and if you know, you know. Mm -hmm. And I low-key think I need that. Yep. Um, the gift shop just has a delayed opening, and it doesn't look like there is a new date. So if you are looking to purchase that, head on over to the Creation Shop, which is very, very pretty. And I am pretty impressed. Uh, dated merchandise will only be available at Creation Shop, and there will be a purchase limit of two items per guest for all merchandise. I'm assuming they have some, like, opening... Yeah, like week opening. I don't know how long they're going to keep that like, stuff out. Like but. launch date, quote unquote, because yeah, you know yeah. it's a space theme. So, but we'll see how well Disney can enforce this because I'm sure we all remember the figment popcorn kerfuffle we all went through earlier this year where people were pushing, uh, you know, like, like shopping carts full of figment popcorn buckets through Epcot and the world showcase. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I gotta say, I'm pretty impressed with the uh, merchandise I have seen online for this attraction. It's very eighties, which shouldn't be that big of a surprise 
just based on the Guardians of the Galaxy because, you know, Star, Star Lord has a very arrested development feel, not the band, not the Fox show, uh, very trapped in the 80s uh, characteristic to him. So I dig it. Uh, I'm going to spend way more money than I probably should whenever I make it down to Epcot, specifically on Guardians merchandise. And yes, that red jacket does look awesome. I may or may not have my own red jacket from when I tried to pull off a Star-Lord uh, cosplay for Dragon Con a few years ago. And no, it doesn't fit, so I'm not going to wear it when I go down to Epcot. Did not really fit to begin with. In our last little bit of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy news, uh, I've seen some discourse on the internet. I know, shocking, right? Uh, from some... Epcot purists about how the Guardians of the Galaxy IP doesn't belong in Epcot. I kind of understand where they're coming from and how this attraction is out of place. It would have been better in Hollywood Studios. It would have been better in Magic Kingdom. It does not fit what, or quote, what Walt's vision of Epcot was. Um, this story coming from an uh, interview with an Imagineer, Wyatt Winter, might give them a little bit more uh fuel to the flame, so to speak, uh, because um, in talks with uh, D23, Walt Disney Imagineer Wyatt Winter peeled back the curtain a bit in the development process for the Cosmic Rerun roller coaster. In an interview, Winter shared that the Imagineers already had the idea to create an attraction around the Big Bang and that the Omni Coaster system was already developed before they got the call to create a Guardians of the Galaxy themed attraction at Epcot. Quote, we already had the idea. We didn't even call it the Omni Coaster then, but a coaster that could turn and rotate you into the show. So that idea, along with an idea for a coaster that was about the Big Bang singularity, kind of going through the cosmos, there were two ideas that were out there. Then we got the assignment and thought, how do we put the Guardians of the Galaxy here at Epcot? We kind of mashed all, all, all of those ideas together, end quote. And that was a quote from Imagineer, Wyatt Walt. So um I like I said, I do kind of understand where the quote unquote Epcot purists are coming from, but at the same time, we now live in a world where you have Frozen in Epcot, you have Remy's Ratatouille in Epcot, you have Moana coming to Epcot. Um I I understand where y'all are coming from, but as long as you're having a fun experience in Epcot, I really don't see how this takes away from your experience. And I mean like I, I don't know. Like, so, I kind of I, like, like just the, have fun, y'all. Have fun. Well, yeah, no, I agree. However, I, how do I say this? I understand the people like Maelstrom. Like, come on, come on. I mean, not that Frozen isn't a, a quality ride as well. I. This is this is where we tow the line here. The so Frozen and and Ratatouille are like in places in the park that makes sense. Guardians, I mean, I guess I can see where they're like it doesn't fit in Epcot, but if you come at it from like a well, now I really like this Big Bang concept. So it is so a really like, cool idea. It's but I love Guardians, so it's like between a rock and a hard place. Like I, I mean, I think that this ride will do really well. I really, I'm like, yeah, it's an IP, but it's a really good one, and mm -hmm. it. You still get the technology you want, yes. and I, mm -hmm. I genuinely enjoy 
the Guardians of the Galaxy, like, shtick and, like, all of that. Um, and unfortunately, fortunately, we are in kind of that IP-centered, not centered, but IP, you know, big part of everything. And as long as they continue to execute it in, like, the ways that they've been doing it, which I think has been pretty decent, I can't, I don't really... There's no getting back the things we've already lost. So yeah. as long mm -hmm. as we're still progressing into that quote-unquote, like, futuristic, like, situation, I I think, I mean, it'll, if it works, it works. I will say... I wish there was less. Personally, for me, I wish there was less. Like, I was a Maelstrom person. I loved Interventions. Mm -hmm. I, like, I I like all, a lot of, like, the old stuff that's no Kitchen longer Cabaret there. Kitchen Cabaret was awesome. Mm -hmm. I also was a Universe of Energy or whatever that was called. The Ellen DeGeneres right? I was a huge fan of that. Ellen and the Dinosaurs. <laughs> like, Exxon presents Ellen and the Dinosaurs. Yep. But... <laughs> I like, I think what I mostly like with what they're doing with Epcot, not that I enjoy all the walls and stuff, but, mm. but like, I like the direction I hope they're going in because at least I don't have kids. So this, I have really no room to have an opinion on this, but I think in terms of the like teachability or the, what's it called? The fun, fun, fungication. What? I don't know what the term Edutainment. is. Edutainment. Edutainment. Thank you. I knew it was something like that. I feel like if you relate it to the things that they're probably watching at home, it makes it a more interactive and fun experience for kids. And at the end of the day, like, it's a family park. So if you can, like, have that connection, oh, hey, like, Moana is going to teach you about water and the journey through this walk about, I mean, like, whatever. As long <laughs> if it works, it works. I just really like this Big Bang situation, and now that I wish they really low key cool. didn't tell us because uh -huh. I kind of want to see what that yeah. would have looked like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of those things. Like, I'm glad the uh, that that Wyatt let us know about that, but I'm kind of like you. It's like, yeah, that would have been a really good idea, and that really would have fit into uh, to Epcot because it that really would would've. that would have fit into the whole edutainment thing. What I will say, and I will die on this hill because I think. This is as pure as pure needs to be. Please do not put any IPs in the update refurb of Spaceship Earth. I think that yes. is the one thing yes. that most people can agree on because that's not the place to put it. <laughs> yeah, like Spaceship Earth, I think we can all agree, is the sacred cow when it comes to epcot now smash cut in seven years it's like hey guess what we're putting woody and the gang into in, into spaceship earth <laughs> i just i mean like you can update it all you want i just hope i i want to assume that what they're going to do is kind of just bring it into this age and mm -hmm. kind of what the actual future is now that we have a lot of technologies yes that's what i'm hoping and there's no ips and it'll still be the gem that we know and love today but who really knows? Well, and plus, like you said, if if they continue to do these attractions with IPs well, I really yeah. have no 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 issue with them using IPs. It's like um, we talked about how Ratatouille wasn't really worth the investment for the Lightning Lane. I think, but I it think, still works in France. Exactly, one thousand percent works in France, and I think the technology on the attraction itself is pretty cool. But it does work in the theming of 
the France Pavilion. And if you want to sell it on how Epcot is this place where technology is always advancing and it's always looking mm -hmm. towards the future, this is a pavilion of a like like from space with technology that us Terrans or humans have no idea how to use. So I like like you can pitch it to me that way, and it's like yeah, okay, I can buy that. And plus, I mean, on top of that, the roller coaster sounds like it kicks ass. So, you know, there's that. But I yeah. do understand where the Epcot purists are coming from. But I mean, it, of course. like like, like Stefford said, we can't get back what we lost. We can't yeah. put the, the, the toothpaste back in the tube. So, I mean, like, it's going to be okay, guys. I promise. I promise. Yeah, I also... I mean, I know that that's a business and that's how they're going to do it anyway. But I mean, as I, I think it's all about the execution at the end of the day, because we clearly can't change. And like, we just can't change anything that's already in the works. So. No, no. Because I mean, like, like, unfortunately, me and Steffords, we're powerful, but we're not that powerful. Correct. Okay. So uh, me and Steffords, we're not that powerful. But I do kind of feel like we are somewhat responsible for this next story in the animal kingdom because we have been clamoring praying to mufasa above for the return of the full show of the festival of the lion king but this is kind of a good news bad news situation and in these situations i like to give you the bad news first so i can give you the good news afterwards so you feel a little bit better bad news is if you're planning your trip down to the most magical place on earth from July 5th through the 15th and you just so happen to be in the animal kingdom and you were looking forward to seeing a celebration of the festival of the Lion King unfortunately shows going dark from that time but the reason it's going dark that's the good news because on July 16th the full festival of the Lion King show is returning and when I say full that means the aerial acts including the Dagon Tumble Freaking Monkeys are back, y'all. One of the best shows in all of the Walt Disney World Resort is back starting July 16th, and I cannot wait for the next time that I am in Animal Kingdom to see not a celebration, but the festival of the Lion King show in Disney's Animal Kingdom. I know that you are very excited about this. Just like Not that I'm not, but... Um... Go see, go see. I like the Tumble Monkeys a lot. I think that part of the show is very cute. Mm -hmm. So y'all should go check it out. Just not from July 5th to the 15th. No, no, you will not be let into the theater. They will say, sorry, sir or ma'am, this show is closed because we are bringing back the Tumble Monkeys. I, 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 I do feel like they do bring some energy to the show. And that's not to say that the celebration of the Festival of the Lion King was No, a I heard that show. was very good. Yeah, no, like, I that was good like I, was. I, uh, when me and my mom, uh, the Lotus were down uh, in Orlando in uh, October of 2021, we went to go see it. And she said to me, it's like, I've seen Broadway shows and I would put what we just experienced up there with any show I've seen on Broadway. So, I mean, celebration of the Festival of the Lion King was a phenomenal show. And if you're down there before it goes dark on July 5th, I highly recommend you and your party check it out. But I am super pumped to see the full return of the Festival of the Lion King because, I mean, that's that's one of the must-dos, in my opinion, in Disney's Animal Kingdom. I, I've only seen the show once in 2019, I think we saw it. But 
I'd be willing to see you again. I think since starting the show with you, doing the show with you, whatever. That thing. And talking to a lot more people that like frequent the parks, I just feel like I have a new outlook on how to prioritize my Disney days. And I'm I'm excited to get back there. I just uh, right now I unfortunately cannot because of I'm my just... wallet. It doesn't you know <laughs> it, it just screams at me sometimes, um, and I gotta listen to it sometimes. Going to Disney not cheap, not even a little, and hopefully this new way you look at going to Disney is a positive one, Stephanie. Yeah, it's more like I will go into it not having to feel like I need to do ten billion things. Like I'd rather do smaller trips that I can afford, and do a handful of things. Like, say, go to one park or go to two parks and do, like, a whole two-day stint. Instead of going, like, a whole week packing in four days, four parks, and then feeling like I got to mm-hmm. go, 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 go. I don't know if that's going to work out for me, but <laughs> I think that's going to that's gonna be the mentality I try to go in with. Okay. But this is fine. Oh, there are bigger news. There's bigger. You thought we couldn't get bigger with these news stories, but there is one last big one that, I mean, I'm excited about. Well, half excited about. Kind of excited about. She's totally excited about it, folks. I, I am mostly because like I watched the announcement and I was like, oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Disney to abandon strict strict timeline of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge will introduce new and legacy characters. So if you missed any like news from the Star Wars celebration, uh, there are some characters coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boba Fett. And Fennec Shand will debut at Disneyland starting last week, this past weekend, yesterday, two days ago. Yeah, two days ago. Sorry, I had to figure out what dates we were talking about. Um, (laughs) Who knows how time works now? 2020 is still messing with all of us. And there are characters from The Mandalorian that will be appearing. (laughs) Are you telling me Baby Yoda's going to be there? Yes, I know only in California. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. This this is a piece of news that only applies to the left coast. But I have a feeling for right now it is it is only going to be for right now because I think this is something that a lot of people have been saying ever since Galaxy's happen. Edge opened. It's like okay, yeah. Um, I know y'all are trying to keep like Star Wars kayfabe and this on a timeline and stuff like that, but. But, but give us the characters that we love, especially after The Mandalorian became one of the most beloved Star Wars things of, you know, ever in the last few years. Uh, give us Mando, and I know his name is Grogu, but it's Baby Yoda. Give us those two wandering around Galaxy's Edge. I know we got Chewbacca. I want to see Han walking around with Chewbacca. I want I want to see Darth Dagon Vader walking around with the, with the uh, being flanked by stormtroopers in Galaxy. I want a Babu Frick me angry, but oh that's my god, just that would be phenomenal. Oh, I'm sorry if this is uh, a spoiler, but it's I don't think it is because it was on the internet and announced by Disney. Uh, Babu Frick is gonna be in season three of The Mandalorian, and yeah. let me tell you how excited. <laughs> if you guys don't know, like me and Jackson watched all the Star Wars and like whatever over a period of time, and Babu Frick was the goat. <laughs> <laughs> and I even got Jackson like a shirt to wear in the parks. Yeah, where where Babu Frick stands. You know what I'm saying? No. Well, Frick, yeah, I'm uh, I, I'm excited for that announcement, and I would love for a uh, Babu Frick meet and greet. Babu. I think that, I think that would be awesome. And I also think it's cool that Disney. It's like 
I do respect that they were trying to keep Galaxy's Edge in a timeline between episode eight and nine. I respect that. I do for a storytelling standpoint, they wanted to keep it, you know, the focus on Ray versus Kylo and the and the First Order and the Resistance and all that stuff. I respect that. But at the same time, we weren't the only ones. It's like, yeah, that's cool. Where's 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 Leia? Where's where's Luke? Where's you know Yoda and and R two and, and and Vader and the Emperor and Boba Fett and this was before Boba showed up in Mando. By the way, sorry, Boba Fett shows up in Mandalorian. Um, so I'm I'm excited that Disney is at least in this instance. It seems like listening to the fans, and I think this is going to be a massive positive to the experience in Galaxy's Edge. Now, again, this is a Left Coast news story right now. This is a Disneyland news story right now. But I think eventually this is going to come out to Walt Disney World. I think eventually this has to come out to Walt Disney World. Because if it doesn't, I will cry. Mm -hmm. We will cry big manly Star Wars tears. Just give us our GD Baby Yoda, damn it. Yeah, that too. Baby Yoda or we will riot. Something like that. But yeah, I'm excited for this, uh, for these announcements. I will say if you haven't watched Obi-Wan Kenobi, please go check it out. It's actually very, very, well, not actually. It's very, very good. And I hate I, that I have to wait a week for new episodes. Yeah, sorry about that. I, like, like, it took me forever to, to finish Boba Fett. So I ended up like binging it in two weeks. It was like, part of me, it's like, that was a very fun experience. I might just do that with, with Obi. But I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do. Like, the image- I'm not patient enough. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, the image they released of uh, of Boba and uh, and Fennec standing in Galaxy's Edge, like that, just looks right. That just looks so right. And I'm Correct. like, like I hate that it took Disney this long to get to this point, but I'm glad that Disney finally got to this point because when I see that, it's like, yep, that is exactly what I want in my experience in Galaxy's Edge. I want to see freaking Boba Fett wandering around. <clears throat> And plus, I mean, with like, 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 like Obi-Wan just launched on Disney Plus. We know uh, Andor is getting his own show on Disney Plus. And it seems like like Disney Plus and Star Wars are going to keep cranking out the shows. We we assume there's going to be more Star Wars movies. So uh, we're, I would imagine we're going to be seeing more characters, not only from the legacy Star Wars uh, property show up as they continue to show up on Disney Plus and new movies. We'll see them show up in Galaxy's Edge. So I think that's cool. Again, I respect why they wanted to keep it on a specific timeline, but I feel like that really put, you know, um, unnecessary handicaps on themselves, keeping it between episode eight and episode nine. It's like you only have these toys to play with as opposed to an entire toy box to play with. So glad to see that Disney uh, is going in that direction. Me too, me too. The force is strong with that decision, staffers. I really just want to go back to Disney. I literally told my friend, I was like, can we just go to Hollywood Studios for a day so I can build a lightsaber? I mean, like that Sabi's workshop is still one of those experiences. It's like, yeah, it was very expensive, but I am glad I spent every cent that I did. If, if, if you are a Star Wars fan, cannot recommend that experience enough. Uh, old man Frank of Dillo's Diz, he was my plus one for that experience. He uh, did a uh, video blog or a vlog, I think the kids call it, or a vlog, if you're a fan of all ego Ethan Page, that's what he calls it, uh, uh, of my experience doing that. So if you want to see uh, the Dodds build his lightsaber, uh, go check that out on uh, his socials. 
But uh, Staffers, that's uh, all the Disney news that's fit to uh, report. Uh, anything happening across the Universal with my friend Staffers? Yes, there is. Is there? There's now? only there's really just one big one that I just wanted to share with everyone. Uh, the Summer Tribute Store is now open. And mm -hmm. if y'all haven't seen photos or literally anything on this, buckle in. <laughs> so it the facade is like this old movie theater vibe. And the inside, just wow, is literally an homage to all the OGs of Universal. So they have a an ET room. So you already know that it's an A++ my book. <laughs> yeah, five they out have... of five stars, says Steffers. Correct, correct. No, not even five out of five. It is 10 out of five stars <laughs> because it's just that. Woo-wee, let me tell you, it is so cute. And there's like so many good photo ops. What I like about the tribute stores is that they like put you into whatever the theme is. And then they also have aspects that you can take pictures of and really like hone in on the experience. Oh, that's cool. But there's a bajillion ETs that you know that I'm going to end up buying. And there's like cute little like retro like set design pieces, whatever. They also have a Jaws room, which Landon wants to buy everything in. Yes, I do. Um, which is very well-themed uh, because they have the, I don't know what they're called, but they have the different tools to, like, get sharks and them, you know? They What's have it? a very nice Amity, uh, if you've been on Jaws the Ride, they have a lot of, like, the Amity, am I Island. saying that right? Yeah, Amity Island. I don't know why Amity just sounds weird coming out of my mouth. Because but they have you're thinking Amity, the Amityville Horde, aren't you? Yes, that is exactly mm -hmm. yep. what I'm thinking of. Thank you. Um, they have like really good shirts um, that yeah. you just need. If you are a Jaws stand, like even I want, it's a very like simple like logo of, of the whole thing. And oh, <laughs> let me tell you, oh, but I'm they have so broke. much merch in here. I'm going to go broke. Correct. They have posters. I think this is a new shirt that they have in here. Or it's just a shirt I haven't seen very often because there's, you know, limited places where that stuff goes. They also have a Back to the Future room. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And there is a very nice button up. They have, you guys need to look at pictures, but they have a lot of, like, set pieces that if you've seen the movie, you, you love the ride, all the things. This is the room for you. They have like a jukebox. They have like, they just different aspects of like the movies in this room. And it is woo-wee. You know what I mean? Woo-wee. No. And then the last room is like the theater room. Like the tribute theater is what they're calling it. Okay. Uh, with the snacks. And it's very, they have a confrontation photo op. Wait, wait shut up. Really? Yes. It's a huge, it's a huge Kong with a hand sticking oh out my God. that you can take a photo with. Oh my um, God. They also have like exclusive lounge flies, Jurassic Park merch in there. It looks like they have Ghostbusters merch in here too. Oh man. Um. Oh my God. Needless to say, I'm going to go broke. <laughs> like, like I'm going to go broke. So, so if, if you're a fan of old school universal, if you're a fan of like eighties movies, if you're a fan of like eighties pop culture, this this is your store. I mean, you got Back to the Future, you got ET, it you got your Jaws, you got your confrontation. So I mean, those are your old school universal. Oh, yeah, I mean that is that is and your then they, they even kept going with the Jurassic Park and even throwing in Ghostbusters in Man. here. 
Um, I knocked it out of the park, I gotta say, with this. I mean, they typically do, but... uh, Yeah, I'm gonna go broke. Uh, I will say the treats look real good. Um, They have an E.T. in a basket, like, cake that you can eat. They have a Jaws (laughs) cake. I think they have, like, a fishbowl-type Jaws situation. Um, It's just... Tennis said, oh, and finally, for my Halloween Horror Night stands, there is a cute little tribute to Slaughter Cinema at the end of the tribute store. So if you are going and checking that out, check that out. Um, because uh, Slaughter Cinema was probably one of, if not my top favorite Halloween Horror Nights house of all time. Wow. Graveyard Games and Slaughter Cinema are kind of tied for my top two. Well, um, uh, I didn't know I was going to hear how I was going to go into bankruptcy on today's podcast, but here we are. The more you know with Stuffers and Landon. (laughs) Um, That sounds incredible. Like a a freaking confrontation photo op. Wow. Yes, I will send you pictures. Actually, I've retweeted it, I think, but I will send you pictures landed and then I will retweet it again for the listeners to go check it out on my Twitter. Well, that, that I, I, I definitely will uh, find that on the Twitter machine. And I look forward to uh, getting that text from you, but uh, Steffers, if uh, our listeners want to find you uh, retweeting that, where could they find that and find your awesome podcast where you talk more about universal. Um, you can find me on Twitter at AsianZing95. I am trying to post on there more, as I say every week, but then I, you know, has its ups and downs. It's like a <laughs> roller coaster. Uh, Instagram, you can find me Adventures with Steffers. TikTok, you can find me Adventures with Steffers as well. I've hit over 1,800 followers, which I think mm-hmm. is fire, but I have a lot of tips and tricks on Universal. And I also have some POVs of my time sometimes at Disney um, that I'm trying to post more of. But for some reason, when I transferred all my stuff to this new phone, I lost a few things that I need to go back on my old phone and get. Um, on Twitch, my charity stream is this Saturday, June 4th at 4 p.m. Eastern. I will be playing Valorant and I will be. Um, accepting donations on behalf of Stream for a Cause, which is a nonprofit organization that helps smaller um, nonprofits kind of get money and donations. Uh, that you know, if you get donated to the American uh, Cancer Society, like you don't know where that money goes. So this, you can actually know where your money goes, and it goes to smaller um, organizations that need help and funding as well. So that's pretty great, and it'll be it's Pride Month, so. All of them will be in some way, shape, or form related to the LGBTQ plus community. So that's awesome. Um, You might get to see me get a pie in my face. You might see me do other things and you can cause me torture and pain. Not literal pain, just hypothetical (laughs) pain in the game I am playing. Um, But you can catch that twitch.tv slash AsianZing95 if you are interested in hearing any updates or just chatting offline. I do have a Discord linked in all of my bios on my social medias, but I would love it if you checked that out. And on Wednesday, I will have um, a member of the SF or Stream for a Cause uh, organization on my podcast to talk about it more. Um, So you can get more information before my charity stream on Saturday. So go check out the Adventures with Stuffers podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and 
adventureswithstuffers.com, which I have updated my website a little bit and tweaked it and made it look a little bit prettier. So I think you should just go check it out because I updated it a little bit. Very awesome. Cannot wait to watch the stream this upcoming Saturday. That is 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at Twitch. TwitchTV.com slash AsianZing95. Twitch.tv slash AsianZing95. There's no .com. You were close, though. I, I, I knew that didn't sound right. I knew that didn't sound right. How about you just put that in your Google machine and it will take you to Steffer's awesome charity link charity stream going live this saturday 4 p.m for an awesome cause super proud of you steffers not only for you doing the stream but for all the hard work you're putting in like i said you are the rising star not only in the podcasting world but in the streaming world as well follow me on twitter l-a-n-d-o-z please go follow me landon don i'm the best landon don not the rest that's where you're going to follow me 280 characters at a time on twitter i also run a website buttmunchchips.com buttmunchchips sit on your butt and munch Ooh, good sound effect that's where you can find really outdated podcasts where i talk about stuff like game of thrones uh and the will to live slowly leaves my body as we trudge through the uh, abomination that was season eight aka the final season of game of thrones i talk about old old wrestling i uh talk about uh comics movies and stuff like that and some stuff i did in college radio and uh, i also appear on the phil show news talk 987 w oki radio station located here in knoxville tennessee streaming 6 to 10 a.m eastern standard time at news talk 987.com also available in the iHeartRadio app in the news talk 987 app as well though if you're listening to this the day it drops on uh memorial day may 30th i'm not on the air today because i got the day off and it's nice to not have to get up in the middle of the night to go to work so uh Yay. But uh, Steppers, any final thoughts before we hit the dough? Thank you for listening. Take care of yourself and each other. Make good choices and um, don't drink and drive. Yeah. Don't drink and drive. Make good choices, especially over the Memorial Day weekend. Even though the Memorial Day weekend is uh, coming to a close, take that advice and just go ahead and carry it all the way through to next Memorial Day weekend. Some good advice, Steppers. Never drink and drink, especially in this day and age. We got several apps on your phone where you can hit like three buttons and a car will come and pick you up and take you there. Costs way less to get an Uber or a, or a, or a Lyft than it does to, you know, uh, pay for bail, pay for a, a lawyer or something way, way worse. But uh, uh, thank a cast member and thank a team member, Disney, Universal, pay your cast members pay your team members a living wage uh they are the reason that the magic happens in your parks we love coming down to your parks we tolerate spending money down in your parks but they are the reason that the magic happens down there and without them none of it happens um uh be decent to each other cost you nothing to be kind cost you nothing to be nice and you don't know what's going on with everybody else you don't know how far and how much a kind word or a kind gesture will go with somebody else. And uh, be good to yourself. Take care of your mental health. This day and age, whole lot of negativity out there. And uh, your mental health is just as important as your physical health. So for uh, my friend Steffers, my name is Landon Doan. We thank you for joining us on another episode of Dawes Does Disney. You've been great. We've been Dawes Does Disney.
I hate that I wasn't recording when we were talking about how you're taking your eggs and, and they make you feel frisky. I mean, you know, frisky is as frisky does. And I'll be honest, I'm past the point in my life where I'm like, well, actually, uh, his lightsaber hilt is two shades too blue. Therefore, regardless, just get me a big old dang old mechanical shark. I'll put it in my living room. I don't know. It's like, it's, it, it's kind of, fu- oh, hold on. There's a big old bug I got to kill. Excuse me. Gross. Welcome to die. Yeah. The sounds of Landon squishing a bug. I'm okay. We will cry big manly Star Wars tears. Because give us our GD baby Yoda, damn it. Baby Yoda or we will riot. And it is woo-wee. You know what I mean? Edutainment. <laughs> You know, there's there's a lot of stuff I can do well. Heck, there's even a couple things I can do very well. But when it comes to graphic design, that is one thing I cannot do at all. Thankfully, I have a friend in Matt and love of the mouse multimedia. You know and love their work. The sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was love of the mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything up. I just always wanted to say that. We'll be right back.